0: Robert Thomas just had his NHL All Star draft, and he ended up on a team that I am actually quite surprised that he ended up being on, but happy about this. This is all coming up here on Locked On Blues. Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Locked On Blues. I am your host, Haley Taylor Simon, talking to you all things about our St. Louis Blues here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm going to do a little bit of a disclaimer. I'm a little under the weather. Um, I sound very congested, a little nasally, but I do need to get this episode out. So I do appreciate um, you listening to this, watching this, and hopefully – I don't sound too congested on here. So Robert Thomas had his all-star draft. And I'm going to talk about that, evaluating uh, Schenner. And then will the break truly be a reset? So a lot to talk about on today's episode of Locked on Blues. Today's episode is brought to you by Fandle. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets. If your bet of $5 or more wins... Visit FanDuel.com slash lockdown to get started. So Robert Thomas went down to Toronto for the All-Star Games and they had the draft tonight. I'm gonna be honest, it was a little bit boring, but he did get selected to be on Team McKinnon. So Nathan McKinnon from the Avalanche. And I do think this is a cool fit. Obviously, we're keeping it in the central, but Thomas is such an asset. And I think that, you know, his peers recognize that in the NHL. And I do have to say one thing. I am very annoyed when it comes to this NHL All-Star game that they only have 7 out of 32 teams representing in the skills competition. I don't understand necessarily why the NHL thought that was a good idea. And I get it. Players want to do it. Some players don't want to do it. But we don't have any indication of players that don't want to do this. And to have only 7 out of 32 teams represented, it just seems to me a little bit bland. And if you think about who's in the All-Star Games this year, it's a lot of the Canadian teams. Granted, this game is in Toronto, so I did expect a couple Maple Leafs players, right? But it just seems like there's a lack of representation throughout the NHL. And I'm not saying that this is bad. I'm not saying that this is good. I'm just kind of confused on why the NHL thought this was a good idea. But again, who knows? I could be wrong. This could be a fantastic idea. Maybe... The guys didn't want to do it. I just thought that, you know, in the past, one of the coolest things about the All-Star game was having all the players be able to compete in the skills competition. I just thought that was a cool thing. Like you gotta see, you know, Eastern teams and western teams truly mix. And it just was a unique um game. And not games, it's not the game, but a unique like atmosphere, I guess, in a sense, where you truly did see um, like all of these players, you know, combined. And For me, like Robert Thomas is so special and I'm a little bit biased, but I just hate that he's just going to be playing in the games. Again, it is an honor to be at the All-Star Game and I completely understand that. But just to have some more of Tom or even doing the passing, he's such a good passer. They don't have him there. I mean, the accuracy, nothing like the speed, the accuracy, nothing. It's the same guys that you would expect to see. It's the Austin Matthews type of guys, and I get it. Like, they're big faces in the NHL, but did we truly lose what the meaning of all-star games actually were, where all 32 teams were represented? I mean, even if you think about the Golden Knights, and I know this is a Blues podcast, but just it has relevancy. Their player, Jack Eichel, can't play because he's injured, and they can't bring in a substitute. It just seems to me that the only focus with the all-star game is truly the Canadian teams and more specifically the Maple Leafs. I mean, they have a good amount of guys on the Leafs representing. I get it. It's their hometown. I get that. But it just seems like everybody else they don't care about. I mean, I love Louie, our mascot. He has gotten more posts on the NHL than Robert Thomas has. Because, again, they want things that people are going to click on. So mascots, people, I guess – like to see, and they do a lot of stuff with the mascots, but I'm trying to see Robert Thomas. I am I mean, I love Louis, and I'm always going to love Louis, but I just feel like the NHL could have done a little bit better of a job making this more fair, in a sense. Um, it was funny, though, because Thomas was on the red carpet, and he was obviously signing autographs, and he signed somebody with the Pittsburgh Penguins jerseys, um, all-star jersey, and it kind of cracked me up a little bit, just because... It's like out of all the photos, but he seems happy and obviously he's well respected enough by his peers, especially Nathan McKinnon to pick him and select him. And that's the thing. I just hope that Thomas takes this as such a positive, right? Where he's going to be able to go back to St. Louis and say to the guys, hey, listen, like I was among some of the best in the league and this fired me up. I don't know. I just think that this is me a very special week for him. He's going to be treated like a celebrity all week, um, which he should, but it's just, I don't know. Like, it just rubs me the wrong way. Was anybody else mad about that, too, about the fact that, um, I don't know, that, am I wrong for being upset? I don't know. It's not that I'm... Wait, did I say McKinnon? Why did I say McKinnon? (laughs) Wait, hold on. I think I messed up the team that Thomas was selected on due to my rant. So if you want me to redo this episode, I could, but it's McDavid. And I do apologize. I said McKinnon. You know why I said McKinnon? Because I was still thinking about Decentron, McKinnon, McDavid. It's all the same. McDavid, which is a... That's what I... And I was thinking that too. And I don't know why I thought McKinnon. He was selected by McDavid, which is a good thing. Even better. I'm sure McKinnon would have selected him too. Um, and, um, yeah. So, that is good. And we'll learn Oilers. I don't know why because, like, the Oilers. But, yeah. So, on the team, it is McDavid, um, Drysdale, um, Hellebook, Pasternak. Dallon, Reinhardt, Babrowski, Jenner, Suzuki, and Hurdle. So it's cool. I mean, obviously I'm happy for Thomas. But yeah, you know what it was? And he was standing next to McKinnon. That's what it was. I just got so messed up for a second. Oh my gosh, I told you I'm a little bit under the weather, so do not come at me. My initial rant still stands. So it seems like a solid team, honestly. Nine skaters, two goalies. But Thomas is just, he has this, like, swag about him, right? And he just seems happy to be here, which is a good thing. But I am happy for him. So I think overall, Robert Thomas, he's doing the thing. And it's funny. Well, not, like, funny, but at the end of the day, as silly as the All-Star Game can be, it is a momentum boost in a way. So I am looking forward to seeing what else is going to happen It's going to be cool seeing um, Thomas play with one of the best in the league. And, uh, yeah, so let's go Robert Thomas. It's always a Robert Thomas season. And everybody always asks me, they're like, oh, my gosh, who's your favorite player in the NHL? And I'm like, Robert Thomas, because how could it not be Robert Thomas? He's probably the most underrated player in the NHL, and I will stand by that forever and always. Okay. Hey. Again, I do apologize. I didn't mean raw. I mean I did mean McDavid this whole time. Then I went on McKinnon. A little under the weather, but please understand I did mean McDavid, so please do not come at me. All right, FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch and grabbing your favorite football snacks and placing some super bets. What I love most about the Super Bowl. Honestly, it's just the excitement towards the day. Fandle has so many ways for you to end the season with a W, two, or three. Not only can you bet who will win the Super Bowl, 58, but Fandle also has bets for which players can score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more new customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, join Fandle.com slash on. To sign up, that's Fandle.com slash locked on. Make every moment more of Fandle, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. So let's talk about Captain Braden Shen. I, for one, have been a little bit disappointed with his play. He's been doing better, okay? So I am happy about that. But I'm not going to sit here and say to you, oh, yeah, he's been playing some of his best hockey when he hasn't. I think Shen, for whatever reason, just had a really slow start to the season. And we're not going to get answers. We're not going to know why that happened. Right. He's not going to say, "Okay, I'm going to let you know why I wasn't playing well. It is what it is. But so far this season, Shen has um, played 49 of the games so far with... Um, 13 goals and 14 assists and 27 points. Now, unfortunately, projected he's projected to he get 45 points, which I mean, I guess is good for the season that he's having. Do I think that this is like a good situation that he's in? No. But at the end of the day, who am I to say anything? But last season, he did have 65 points and he had 21 goals and 44 assists. So yeah, I don't think that's happening. But I just expected Shani to play better hockey. And especially, you know, Stella says high, And especially being the captain of the team and having this new sense of leadership, I just expected more out of him. And I am quite surprised that we've been seeing him play a little bit of a slower game. Not as physical. And I just thought that he would be playing a better game in the total. I mean, he does center that second line. And the thing I want to say about that, too, is Robert Thomas 100% is a first line type of guy. But as a captain, you really should be able to put on your A++ game all the time. And from Shen, sometimes I don't see that. Sometimes he doesn't stand out to me. But when he does play well, he plays a really good hockey game. So at times, it can be a little bit confusing to really evaluate how Braden Shen is. But I can't just go based off the statistics, right? I give you the statistics. So you know where he's at currently because I know some people don't look at stats. I'm a stats person, but let's talk about how he plays in games. He makes his presence known, not every game. And that's the problem. I think for him, even if he doesn't score, even if he's not getting those assists, he just needs to play a little bit harder. Sometimes on ice, he disappears. Um, There's been games where I'm watching and I'm like, is Shenny even playing just due to the fact of how unnoticeable he is? This is a huge problem. And I think about the Blues' future. I think about next season, especially when there is no more excuse making. I guess you can come up with the excuse in a sense now that they just didn't really do much and their draft guys should come up soon. But come next season, there is no more room for excuses. And you really need to take a closer look and say, okay, I'm glad that we have his leadership. I'm glad that he played a role here in St. Louis. But how is he helping? And I hate to be that person because I'm a huge Braden Shen fan and I respect him. I respect everything about him, truly. I just don't necessarily know if he's the right fit long term for the team. In hockey, I always have the saying, you need to get younger. And I think let him finish out his contract and make a decision. But I just don't see him improving drastically after this break. And if I had to give a letter grade to how he's played in the first half of the season, I would say a C C+. He had a Hattie against the Avs. I mean, he's not a bad hockey player. Is what I'm trying to say. He's good. He just, this season, for whatever reason, it just hasn't been what I'm used to him doing. And maybe I'm a little too critical. Maybe. But I'm passionate and I truly just expect the best from our players. And I'm seeing other guys on the team step up big time, like at Jake Neighbors. And I'm like, okay, Jake Neighbors stepping up, good thing. 100% but at the same time we're Shen and I always feel like I'm saying that now luckily I am happy about the fact that you know Sheny got a couple of OT goals lately like I'm happy that he's making moves okay and I'm always proud of Brian Shen but it just needs to be more consistent cuz you think about the guys that have that consistency it's a Robert Thomas a Pavel Buchnevich that's it there's really not a whole lot of consistency besides them but even bushy had a slow start so i think that you know shen to really just solidify his first year of captaincy just needs to attack the second half and play as hard as he's been playing because i'm not gonna lie like the first bit of the season i just felt very disappointed by his play so he has an opportunity which is a positive he has an opportunity to turn this around and just to be that solid center and make solid plays. But no, I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, his play's been great when it hasn't. But overall, I would give Shenny a C+. Okay. Make sure you follow on Twitter at LockedOnBlues so you can keep up with me and everything for the podcast. Oh, man. This is probably the, like the roughest episode I've ever had a film because I feel like I cannot breathe right now, but it got to get done. So, will the ble- will the break truly be a reset? I sure hope so. I think the break will be a reset, but I think the problem is, and this is what I talked about on yesterday's episode is sometimes these players really get into their heads. So, as long as they attack the break, in a way where, hey, we're going to reset. We just had a five-game win streak, our best slate of hockey. Yeah, we had a bad loss at Columbus. What are under the bridge? And that's how you have to look at it. You have to look at it as this. You know what? It did suck. It wasn't good. It was a bad game. But that doesn't take away from the five-game win streak against some of the best teams in the NHL. Against the Canucks, the Flames, if you want to say that they are one of the- I mean, they were a tough team for the Blues. But... The one thing i will say is those four three ot wins no more of that i have to say it got a little old like the first couple of times i'm like oh that's awesome and then i was like oh my god is this a pattern now <laughs> but the blues should be proud of themselves they did play some very good hockey and the break is a reset as i said but also at the same time this gives you and i time to focus on the prospects, on the Thunderbirds, which I will get into, obviously, um, during the break. But the reason why I'm not at the moment is because I wanted to address some of the things going on with the the Blues themselves. And I think for the Blues, you know, it's February now, next month, the trade deadline, March 8th, so it's approaching. And this team really needs to be strategic about what their next steps are. Do I think that everyone is safe? No. But do I think it's a tricky situation due to the no trade clauses and contracts? Yes. So it could go 50-50. Something could happen. Something couldn't happen. But that's truly up to Doug Armstrong. And do I think he has what it takes? I sure hope so. Do I think he will do it? I don't know, and I don't have the answer. If I could make a move, if I were to make a trade, I would potentially, I don't know. See, this is difficult because everybody has a no trade clause that I would get rid of. So maybe I wouldn't make a trade. I was going to say try to move um, Kevin Hayes potentially, but I don't know. He has a no-trade clause. They all have no-trade clauses, which is so annoying. There's only, like, two defensemen that don't have a no-trade clause, and Perunovic will be an unrestricted free agent next year. So I don't expect him to – obviously, I don't expect the Blues to sign him. But it's just – it's one of – I know my cat is helping me feel better. But it's just one of those things where, at the end of the day, this team has – a lot to work on, a lot to improve on, and I think that they can do it. Today's episode, I'm going to end a little bit early. I probably have talked, the most I've talked all day doing this episode. I don't have a fever, so do not worry. It's not anything serious. I have a little bit of a cold and congested, and I feel like I cannot breathe. But as I said, I had to come on here to talk the hockey with you all. I'm going to take some NyQuil and get to bed. Hopefully it actually works because sometimes these medicines do not work. That's why I use my Jace case, by the way, which I always talk about from Jace Medical because they have those life-saving antibiotics. See, what I say, I actually use. So I'm going to take my medicine, head to bed. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Again, I know, not McKinnon. It was McDavid. I messed up the name. It happens, but I physically cannot redo that and edit it out. So, on that note, like always, let's go blues.